Welcome to Mindset Win Uncut, a version of the podcast where we give you a full-length interview with one guest with absolutely no interruptions. Today it's tennis star Matteo Berrettini who has a career-high ranking of number six in the world and is the very first Italian player ever to reach a Wimbledon singles final. Despite being an incredibly accomplished athlete, Matteo's had to negotiate losses at every step in his career. And in his episode, he talked about learning to use these losses to make himself better at what he does. But first time round, we only gave you a snapshot of his interview and he had lots more fascinating stories and insights to share. So here you go. This is Matteo Berrettini Uncut. Hello, everybody. I'm Matteo Berrettini. I'm from Italy. I was born in Rome and uh, I'm a professional tennis player. Started playing tennis when I was seven years old. And since I started, I never stopped. It was just something that was in uh, my blood, I guess, because my whole family is playing. My grandparents, my brother is a professional tennis player. So it was just too easy to become a tennis player, I guess. I have to say tennis is a mental sport. Obviously, you have to be an athlete. You have to be fit, you have to train, you have to go to the gym, but your mental strength has to be there at the highest level possible. You don't have teammates, you don't have anybody that you can count on when you're inside the arena. You're the only one that is feeling how much effort you're putting when you're playing, you know, when you're practicing. There is nobody that can tell you what's the percentage of the effort that you're putting. You play for yourself, by yourself, in different conditions, in different continents, against different players, you have to be able to adjust and be ready for everything, anything that is happening. It's tough to describe as well, but it's not just on court. It's not just winning the next point. It's not just digesting the point that you just lost, but it's about being happy with what you're doing off court, feeling, you know, the fire inside, even though it's been a while that you're doing the same thing. You have to be through to yourself. And I think I'm pretty good at doing that. Sometimes I have to say, maybe I'm a little bit tough on myself, but I'm a fighter and I never quit. You have to be patient because sometimes the results are not coming straight away. You're not winning all the points. So you have to learn how to lose and how to take the good from the loss. It's something that it's really attached to tennis. Maybe there are some kids that lose less than others, but in the end, everybody's losing. Even if you're the best player under 12, under 14, if you're going to play under 18, you're going to lose. If you're going to play pro you know, when you're 16, you're going to lose. So it's important to take the positive stuff about the loss. And that's something that I, I fear by myself, but obviously I was really lucky to find like a coach that explained me that since a very young age, all my coaches used to tell me, you lose, you win, you learn, and you go on. And this is something that obviously it's easy to say, not that easy to do, but it's the only way to be a professional tennis player. Flavio Cipolla, he used to be a tennis player. I remember practicing with him when he was a top tennis player and I was a kid trying to learn and I was feeling like a sponge taking like tips from everybody. And I was like, you know, Flavio, I care about what I'm doing. I care a lot. And sometimes I care so much that I get pissed with myself because I want to be perfect. 
And he told me simple words. He told me, look, you're going to lose. You're going to lose points. It's normal. It's part of life. It's part of tennis. The only thing you can do, it's not think about the past, but think about the next point. And in order to win the next point, you cannot think about the last point. You have to do everything you have in your power to not make that thing distract yourself from the next point. So thinking and cursing yourself about the point that you just lost gives you less chance to win the next point. You don't have to do that. You have to think about how good it's going to be if you win the next point. So I remember I was sitting on the bench and I was like, this is easy. Why I didn't do that? But then I stepped in the court and I was trying to think like that. And I figured that it's not that easy because there are so many feelings, so many emotions. The anger is there, the fear. It still takes me sometimes a little bit to put that kind of mindset. But I think that's one of the best advice that anybody ever gave me. Most of the weeks, you're not going to win the tournament. You look at the statistics, you look at how many tournaments you play every year, and almost every week you lose. Even the best years that I had, I won like two or three or four tournaments. So I played 25 tournaments. It's not easy. I mean, it makes you grow a lot. It taught me so much in life as well. You lose stuff. There are bad moments, moments that you wish never happened, but we can change you know, in the future, we can get better. And I always used that kind of energy to become better. There were many moments where I used different techniques in order to help my performance and my mental health, I would say. I remember one time in 2019, I was having a pretty good year, but after Wimbledon, I twisted my ankle and I couldn't play some tournaments. And I remember the tournament before US Open was Cincinnati and I was feeling ready physically but i didn't think about how to approach a match you know like i was just thinking about feeling fit and feeling ready and i stepped in the court and i was like what is this i felt like i was practicing i wasn't in the right mindset cincinnati i lost first round i couldn't forgive myself i couldn't accept the fact that i was working so hard to come back and then when i i was ready to compete I couldn't compete. I wasn't there. So I was pretty tough on myself. And then US Open was coming. So a lot of pressure. I wanted to play good. And before the tournament started, I was talking to my coach, to my mental coach. And I kind of like had this feeling and this idea in a way that I had to remind myself who I was and how I got there. That's what I did the whole tournament. It was my first breakthrough, I would say, in a slam. I reached the semis. And I remember in the quarterfinals, uh, I was playing against Gael Monfils and I played four hours and 10 minutes, something like that. I was losing pretty badly, <laughs> uh, setting a break. And I was thinking, okay, this match is gonna be tough to win, you know, like, but I tricked my brain. I, I said, okay, now, it's time to fight. It doesn't matter what. I'm not going to let him win. And somehow I found myself serving for the match, match point in the fifth set. And I double folded, which is something that I'd not normally do. Easy mistake, unforced error. And I remember center court was full of people, 20,000 people watching. And I heard the ooh. But I remember looking at my team and I started laughing, like smiling and starting telling myself, what did you expect? Like, this is the first time you're serving to go to a semifinals in a Grand Slam, a center court after four hours, fifth set, you're tired, you're tight. It's normal that you're gonna have fear. It's normal that you do an easy mistake. The way I went about that point changed my match because at the end I was able to win. 
and helped me so much throughout my career because I said, if I overcame like that moment, then I can face anything. Every single point, every single round that I played, I was telling myself that I got there, I got to that US Open, I got to that ranking because I worked my ass off my whole career and I put so much effort in all the practices and all the practice sessions, all the matches and everything that I did that I couldn't let like some fears or some bad feelings or bad moments kind of ruin that moment. It gave me a lot of confidence. I was telling myself that I had a lot inside, you know, like obviously my weapons, my forehand, my serve, my speed or whatever, but the best weapon that I have, it's that I have a lot of energy, a lot of will. My soul is big. When I play, I put my heart in what I do. And that's what I was telling myself. And it gave me the confidence, the energy to push through the limit, to give even more. And that's why at the end of the tournament, I got um, kind of like an infection in my mouth because I, I spoke to the doctors and I was completely done. Physically, my body probably should have stopped like a few rounds before, but I couldn't do that. So I helped like, you know, like to push to the limit, crossing a line that I didn't know I could cross. And I had like the best tournament of my life. 2019, it was a really good year. At the end of 2019, I got injured in my hip. So I started 2020, uh, I wanted to play, but I wasn't fully ready. And then after that, I got injured again in the same part in my hip and I remember that moment it was the first time that I left a tennis court and I started crying like a baby. There were too many things that I couldn't handle. I was surprised and obviously I was really sad and I didn't know what to do. I was just, I wanted just to play tennis and be fit and I couldn't do that. And I remember doing MRIs, doing checks, seeing doctors, and they were saying that I didn't have anything, but was hurting. So that was one of the most weird moments of my career because I, I was kind of wishing for them to find something <laughs> because I, at least I knew what I had to do and not finding anything and hearing the doctors saying, you don't have anything, like maybe you're little bit weak on your hips, maybe you had to work more on this, but then I was doing that and I wasn't feeling better. So it was really frustrating, but mostly I was kind of like, what if this thing is gonna be there for my whole career? So it was really stressful and I didn't know how to face that because unfortunately during my whole career, I got a lot of injuries, but I always knew what I had. And it was pretty easy, the path, you know, like if you twist ankle, you know, you have to do rehab or whatever. If you have back pain, you do something like if you have hip pain and they don't see anything, you don't really know what to do. And luckily with a little bit of time and some treatments, I was feeling better. I think that the lockdown just helped me to not play for a little bit and, you know, fix my body and then be ready to come back. It was really frustrating not knowing what to do in terms of mental help that I could get from myself because I believe that the best help you can have is from yourself. And obviously I speak to people, mental coach, my coaches, my family, my brother, but I couldn't find energies from inside me, I would say. So it was really tough. At the same time, I started 
thinking about, okay, if they say there is nothing, then I'm going to push through the limit. And I figured how important it is to believe that you're actually doing the right things in order to feel better. I cannot tell myself that I got injured because I gave a lot and now it's time, you know, like to recharge and get fixed and kind of like become better. So I used a lot the thought about, okay, doctors are saying this, I trust the doctors, it's time to work. And the positive attitude about this, I think helped me to overcome moments where if I was negative, maybe I would have felt it a little bit more. And if you're also ready to feel something, you're gonna feel it for sure. Even if it's not there how it used to be or from a scale like from one to 10, maybe used to be 10, now it's six. If you have a negative attitude about it, it's still gonna feel 10, even though it's six. So I started changing my point of view and thinking about the positive, about why I got injured. And I got injured because I played well, I played a lot, and that was part of the process in order to come back and become stronger. You get to know yourself in the bad moments, which I wish <laughs> never happened, but unfortunately life is like this. I always put myself in a position where I believe that this is my path. And that's why normally when I have injuries, I come back and I'm stronger. I am working with a mental coach since I'm 17, but believe it or not, we never really used a specific mental technique in order to get to the right mindset, I would say, or to overcome certain things. Obviously he knows me better than anyone, I would say maybe better than even myself, but we never said, okay, when you have a bad moment, do this, or when you have a negative thought, do this. I don't believe personally in something that all the time works for everybody. I believe that everybody's different. And I believe that you have to kind of like dig into yourself to really understand who you are and what you need in that moment. What always worked, unfortunately, when I lost, it was the anger that I had, obviously, towards myself, towards my opponent in a sport way, towards the fact that maybe I didn't play the right way, that my mindset wasn't there. And there were moments where I was really sad, but I was never scared about that. I was never really feeling, this is not how I should feel. I always welcomed the bad feelings. I always thought, and I still believe that if you feel bad, it means that you care about it. And that's something that it's easy to say, but it, it takes time to process and to digest, I would say. Um, but it always gave me the right energy to step in the gym, to step in the court and think, okay, this time I'm going to be better. This time I'm going to practice on what I didn't do in the best way in the previous match, in the previous practice. I am a big believer of the, I call it the wall philosophy. The wall is like yourself. Every day you try to put a brick in your wall. Sometimes you put more, sometimes you put like half of it and you become stronger. It doesn't matter what happened. Uh, maybe you're going to lose some bricks, but the wall is going to be there. And that's the mindset that I have. You have to feel that every day was useful. You have to feel that you embrace what is happening and you take it. I just learned something about myself in that way. So if it's about sport, I know that if I take the good about a loss, about the bad moments, then I'm going to be ready in the future when the same moment is going to happen, the same point, the same tournament, the same opponent. About life, you can say the same thing. You can say that 
in bad moments, you know, then back in your memory. So in your wall, you know where to go. It's about getting to know yourself and don't be scared about it. Don't be scared about feeling sad. Don't be scared about maybe having three bricks because maybe three bricks what you need. Maybe a big wall, it's not good for anybody. So I think getting to know yourself and accepting who you are, it's what I try to do. I'm a good tennis player. Yeah, I'm a professional tennis player, but I'm a human being like everybody. And I think accepting that was really good for my mental health. So most of the time when I have bad moments, I think about the past, about all the good that I did. I think about the present, the fact that I'm liking what I'm doing. It helps me a lot thinking about the future, about all my goals and all my possibilities. And that normally gives me a lot of energy, a lot of positive attitude. Sometimes I look at my sport from outside. It's just a guy with a racket hitting tennis balls, which sounds kind of like boring and weird. But at the same time, it's what makes people feel, I guess, emotions, feelings. And that's what it's all about. It's all about feeling alive when you're doing something, inspiring people. And I have to say, I like to win. So it's an intense life, but full of stories, full of nice moments. I feel that my parents are proud of what I'm doing and I'm really happy that they're with me. My friends are with me since the very first day. I think what I'm experiencing right now is something that I never, never thought about could happen. So I'm living and I'm enjoying my passion. That was Matteo Berrettini. And in Matteo's episode, Kate leads you in an exercise to help you identify what's within your control when things don't go well and what you can change for the next time. If that speaks to you, then I strongly recommend you go back and listen to that episode, which is available now along with lots more episodes of Mindset Win wherever you get your podcasts. Watch out for more Mindset Win uncut episodes coming up.